today on CityCast Pittsburgh. The Steel City is hiring a new police chief. There are three finalists, and if you've lived here for a while, you probably know the names of two of them, Larry Scarato and Jason Lando. But one, one would be new to the Berg. And his past, well, it's not the sort of thing you really want to hear before he even gets in the door. It's Tuesday, April 11th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. We went through the, the last of the finalists. Um, it's been windled down to a certain number when we met with all of them. Um, and within the next two weeks, we, we, we will reveal who the next chief is going to be. All right. So uh, can you tell us how many finalists there are? Um, we're just going to say finalists. That was Mayor Ed Ganey last week talking to Kevin Gavin on WESA's The Confluence. A few days later, WPXI shared this. With a Channel 11 News exclusive, sources telling Channel 11 that the mayor's choice for the new police chief of Pittsburgh has a troubled past. Ryan Lee resigned from his last job after a number of violent allegations. Ryan Lee was the chief of police in Boise, Idaho. And lucky us, we have a sister show there. I'm with Frankie Barnhill, the lead producer over at CityCast Boise. I love that y'all spotted this news before we even knew about it. Uh, hey, Megan. Yeah, uh, excited to be on CityCast Pittsburgh. Uh, it's a first. So <laughs> did you think that you would ever be talking about the Steel City? I don't think I ever foresaw this, uh, but I'm thrilled that it's happening, although um, maybe not around this news, but I- yeah. I'm here to help break it down. I'm, I'm grateful for you, truly. Um, so help me understand, Lee resigned from his job as the Boise police chief in September of 2022, so last year, in a scandal where your mayor had to ask him to resign. What was it about him? Was he always a lightning rod as the police chief? You know, I wouldn't say so. Not certainly not at the beginning. Uh, things fell apart a couple years in, but at at the beginning, um, our mayor uh, said, "quote You know, he's the right person for the time that we find ourselves in for our community." This is back in uh, July of 2020, a very heightened moment in policing in America. Um, uh, yeah, right that after, would have been right after George Floyd, exactly. And right after the pandemic started. Yes, so. yeah, the height of the height of all kinds of things. So it took a couple years for some scandals to surface at the department. But at first, there was a lot of enthusiasm for Chief Lee um, and for what he might bring to the Boise Police Department. Well, so how did he become the police chief then? So he was uh, among some finalists, uh, you know. Not um, unlike our process. Not unlike your process, exactly. Um, And he was selected. I think the final, uh, another finalist was maybe from Austin or something like that. But he originally came from the Portland Police Department. um, And he had been there for, I think, about 20 years. So had a long history of policing, moved up in the ranks in Portland. And then when he came to Boise, um, yep, it was in the midst of a lot of different uh, questions around funding of the police. Um, He was sworn in actually just a few days after a Black Lives Matter protest outside our city hall where actual Nazis showed up um, and got violent with protesters. So it was just a very heightened, heightened, heightened moment. And he came in, had a a presence of saying, you know, hey, I'm here to reassure you about what this police department is and what it can be. I want to listen to people um, and I want to make positive change within the department. That was kind of uh, what he 
was saying, and our and our mayor seemed to be aligned with him on that. Um, he also did say things like he wanted to uh, create a public dashboard of info on police with when police use force in the city to have some kind of transparent dashboard that people could access online, um, including also like how the department spends money. So oh, he had wow. some initiatives. Yeah. Yeah, I think I read that he was a Coast Guard veteran um, and had some expertise on crowd control tactics. Um, I can see how that would be a good and maybe not so good thing um, going into that specific summer. Um, It sounds like he was trying to be a reformer. So I guess what went wrong? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So like I said, he seemed to be wanting to hear from the public and to um, have conversations with uh, different minority groups in Boise. Um, I will say there was one time in his role when uh, a police shot a member of Boise's Somali Bantu refugee community. Um, and this person, uh, he was hospitalized for months. Um, and it was, you know, very traumatic for that particular community. And yeah, and he and Lee kind of he he did kind of a dance because the main problem with that particular uh, shooting or it was one of the things that was so uh, upsetting for folks in the community was that p- the police who shot him um, in a, it was in a moment where he was accused of uh, basically uh, kidnapping a teenager is what it seemed like. The person who was shot was the accused pers- of that. Correct. Correct. And so uh, that was the, the circumstance or what police say. Well, the police didn't have their body cams on. Um, so there were calls for uh, body cam footage to be released. Well, there was no footage to be released. And Lee kind of, you know, stepped around that or tried to uh, talk in a way that was placating the community. But in the end, I mean, this was while he was in his tenure, this was a year into him being police chief. So that's one uh, incident that I can think of that he had backlash from the community. Um, but then there was probably more backlash that happened internally than from the community, I would say, with him. The show today is brought to you by an incredible local resource, AIDS Free Pittsburgh, and their pledge to end the HIV AIDS epidemic in Allegheny County by 2030. If that is a cause that is close to your heart, make sure you're around for their biggest event of the summer, the sixth annual Too Hot for July. It is a party, but it is also a chance to get confidential HIV and STI testing for free, plus info on the incredible preventative medicines we have now to keep yins happy, healthy, and feeling your most confident out on the town. So come on out to Allegheny Commons East Park on Thursday, May 30th. Yes, July is in the name, but the event is in May. Don't get confused. May 30th from 4 to 10 p.m. There will be DJ sets, a health fair and marketplace, a ballroom-inspired dance battle, cash bar, food trucks, and more. Plus, a performance by Tony Award winner Alex Newell, a.k.a. Unique, from Glee. This is all thanks to True Tea Pittsburgh and so many folks doing the good work out here in the community. So do not miss out. Learn more at TooHotForJuly.com.
Well, so how did he handle that backlash, any criticism that was, you know, being talked about, I guess, either in the press or internally now that you have that, you know, hindsight? Yeah. So the big thing that happened that really spurred on and accelerated the fact that he actually uh, was asked to resign by our mayor was that in October 2021, he was doing a training. It was some kind of like morning meeting with uh, a group of officers. And at one point he he called a sergeant up to the front and uh and did not warn him, according to a tort claim that came later, um, that he put him in a uh, neck restraint. Um, and to demonstrate a neck restraint, uh, now you're like was, holding your hands around your neck. So you basically mean like, like, yeah, like yes, physical combat yes, style. Something. Yes, yes, exactly. And what was interesting is, um, you know, neck restraints were uh, banned after George Floyd in Boise. Um, that was one of the reactions that our police department had. So he was doing another like a sleeper hold, basically. Um, well, that was really that spurred on a lot of uh, a lot of issues because um, as in the claim it said he put one hand on his forehead and pulled his head back and down was how it was referenced. Um, this officer, this this sergeant, um, alleged that he broke his neck. Um, oh man! Yeah. So an HR investigation ensued. Uh, later, there was a tort claim that was filed. Did y'all and- know about that in Boise in real time? No, it was kind of a slow trickle of information. And that's gotcha. when we're talking about somebody who, you know, cares about transparency. Uh, you know, this is and according to uh, officers who were present in that meeting, he said something kind of offhandedly, maybe jokingly it was interpreted as as, you know, or are you going to file a, a complaint against me now um, after after that demonstration? So. Uh, yes, that, apparently the answer was yes. The answer was yes, um, indeed. And uh, he, the the sergeant uh, filed not only a tort claim, but also an HR uh, complaint against him. What came of those complaints? Were charges ever filed or anything like that? There was an investigation that was done by uh, prosecutors in another county in Idaho uh, to look into this. And our uh, police um, office of accountability also, they referred it to another um, county in order to look at it a little bit closer with some external eyes. And uh, basically that particular prosecutor um, or uh, county prosecutor said, we don't think criminal charges should go forward, but this is incredibly serious and it should not be taken lightly was basically the gist of uh, the final report. Um, And it wasn't the only time that uh, former police chief Ryan Lee faced uh, criticism within the department and other critiques and complaints to our Office of Accountability. Do you know what the nature of those other complaints were or how many or over what period? I mean, those are so messy. Yeah, there were, it was a mix. It was um, over probably about a year period. um, And there were about nine, there were nine in total. Uh, About three of them included, one one was the Sergeant Rush um, and his claim that his neck was broken in that demonstration. Uh, But in addition to that, Concerns about um, Lee's management style, uh, whether or not he had some favoritism, um, how he disciplined, how he cho- like uh, equipment selection, um, some concerns about hiring practices and pr- and how promotions happened. So a range of them, um, but there were there were some whispers around City Hall that uh, his leadership style was something that didn't necessarily uh, make people feel like they were being heard um, in the department. 
So all of these complaints and the allegation of the broken neck, were those the final straw that you know led to his resignation? Yeah, ultimately it did. Um, the the mayor, who again uh, was part of the process to select him in 2020, uh, asked him to resign after um, uh, some dogged reporting in Boise led to more information about the nature of the complaints and questions were being raised about his leadership style. And uh, he, so, you know, he wasn't fired, but he was asked to resign, which is the next step close to, to being fired. Um, and that's that's where things stood. So we, we are without a police chief uh we're we're currently still looking wow for one. that was last fall indeed yeah <laughs> yep oh my gosh um so all these bad things um in fairness did any of the transparency or the database or any of that real-time stuff you were talking about did it ever come to fruition you know what? The uh, as far as I know, the database never occurred, never happened. That um, that dashboard. Um, I'm not sure why. I don't have m- many details on that, but that was something that never came about. Um, and you know, I think that there's. It, it was a tricky time. It was a uh, height of COVID, uh, and so meeting in person was a challenge. He did reach out to different communities, like I said, that the Somali Bantu community. After that uh, police-involved shooting, he did reach out to that community. And he's spent time with other minority groups in Boise, um, but, you know, usually in response to something. Yeah, gotcha. Well, and to be clear, you know, Pittsburgh has not confirmed. City officials have not said for sure that this is the guy that the offer has been made. It's being reported. It's being talked about, which is why we wanted to come to you, Frankie, and get some more insights. But I don't know. What do you think if you lived in Pittsburgh right now? Would you want him serving your community again? Uh, it is a hard call, Megan. I mean, I think that um, there are some really hard questions for the city of Pittsburgh to ask about what their leadership should be. Um, and if you're similarly having issues with retaining and hiring officers like Boise does, uh, perhaps that should be a consideration in this era. Um, I think that there's a lot of questions to be asked. So I'm sure you'll be doing more of that if he is indeed uh, selected for your city. Frankie Barnhill is the lead producer of CityCast Boise. Thanks, Frankie. Happy to do it, Megan. Here's a little more news before you go. Pennsylvania Senator Bob Casey says he's running for re-election. I saw somewhere he's already our longest-serving senator, and this would be a fourth six-year term. Republicans Dave McCormick and Doug Mastriano have both expressed interest in challenging him. Remember, Dave is a former hedge fund manager who worked in the Bush administration. He ran for Fetterman's seat last year, but Dr. Oz beat him out in the primary. And Doug is a big Donald Trump guy. He ran and lost for governor last fall against now Governor Josh Shapiro. And if you have any chemicals you need to get rid of, the Pennsylvania Resources Council is holding a drive through event at PPG Paints Arena this Saturday. So any leftover paint, cleaner, automotive fluid, pesticide, I know I've got a couple cans of gasoline that definitely need thrown away. You can sign up ahead of time and the link in our show notes or check out today's Hey Pittsburgh newsletter for more information. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone, leave us a rating, five stars, a nice review, and subscribe to that newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon. 
I'm sorry, I like put a gummy candy in my mouth the moment I turned this mic on. <laughs>